Welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. Uh, these are recent purchases, so we're going to talk. We got uh, Superman 2012. 2012. <laughs> it's 212. It's an 80-page giant. Superman's telling Supergirl, no, Supergirl, you're not showing the readers my baby pictures. Yes, Superman, this whole issue is devoted to our adventures as super babies. <laughs> So then we got Strain Mysteries in Space number 66 with Adam Strange. Um, this one's not in too good shape. It's probably GVG somewhere in between there. That's a 10 center. Uh, 12 cents. We got a Mystery in Space. This one's in nice shape. It's a VF for sure. This is Mysteries in Space, number 85. Has Adam Strange on the cover with Alana. And uh, he's basically saying, our rock she's saying, our rocket jets have gone haywire. Their flares are setting fire to the ground below. It says, to make matters worse, our bodies have become rigid, and we can't make ourselves move to save ourselves from flying off into outer space. So it's the rocket pats are, po packets are going to shit. We have a Casanova, uh, black and white, adults only. I don't know much about it. It's from Aerosol Comics. I think I've heard it. It's a European comic, and it's brought over. I have all Canadian Beaver comics, and that's a pretty nasty cover. Um, we got Monster Lust from Eros Comics, Things That Go Hump in the Night, from Fantagrow. I think that's how you say it. Um, we have issues three and issues four. Although I don't see a four on the cover anywhere. But I know it's issue four because I saw it in my database. We have middle class fantasies from cartoonist co-op press. We have butterscotch number one, two, and three from Eros Comics. Uh, go to Marvel. We have Strange Tales 163. This one was just a replacement copy because my other one is so beat up. This one is probably a VG fine, and the other one I had is is it's it's almost falling apart. Uh, 164. Uh, this one's a much nicer copy. Uh, VF fine. I got 174. This is Strange Tales featuring the Golem. The thing that walks like a man. And 176 also featuring the Gollum. And then I got 188, which is the final issue of Strange Tales. So what I'm trying to do is get from the superhero stuff on in Strange Tales. And I got a few, quite a few Torch things to do. But I'm almost there on Doctor Strange and S.H.I.E.L.D. We're getting close. Uh, we got Tales to Astonish, number 100, featuring Submariner and the Thor. I mean, Submariner and the Hulk. What am I talking about? That one I'm also working on completing. Uh, giant Size Chillers. I want to get all the Giant Size. I have one and two Giant Size Chillers. We got Amazing Spider-Man, 159. Uh, where he's fighting uh, 
Hammerhead and Dr. Octopus and Hammerhead saying, Out of my way, you pitiful has-beens. Hammerhead is coming through. This time, not even death will stop me. And then I have a Hobgoblin issue, uh, issue 250, where Spider-Man is facing off with the Hobgoblin. It says, Behold the face of death. Behold the Hobgoblin. Very close on my completing my jungle action full run. Um, this one I had. This is my first Black Panther comic. It's number 23. It has a John Byrne cover. Iconic uh, Black Panther. It even had a shirt at Walmart, which I would love to have, but I haven't found it. Um, it says up. It's a reprint. It's up against the wall. The Panther battles as never seen before. I believe it has Daredevil in it because that's what I remember. Um, why why is it no longer part of my library? It's a 30 cent issue. And during the 30 cent and 25 cent years, I was trading comics to read comics. So like any comic you would buy would leave your hands so you could read another comic. So it was like a neighborhood thing. Uh, I another title I'm trying to complete Spider. This one's probably a long way from completion. Is uh, Spidey Super Stories, the Electric Company books. I only had a couple as a kid, and one of them I traded away. It has a iconic um, homage cover to Star Wars, and it has Moon Dragon on it. And ever since I had that comic, I've been fascinated with Moon Dragon. Um, I also had a Marvel team up with her, with her in it, so anytime she would show up, I would I would just be all happy. Uh, we got Giant Size Werewolf by Night. This one doesn't even say Werewolf by Night on the cover. It just says Giant Size Werewolf. Uh, Full Moon Fury, the Wolf Beast prowls fear haunted hills of Transylvania. I think he'd run into Dracula. Uh, we got some really nice Fantastic Fours. I got Fantastic Four 8. I'm really happy to add this to the collection. This is a big issue. This is the first Alicia Masters and uh, Puppet Master. So that was a big issue. It's also one of my earliest issues. Um, another beautiful cover is Fantastic Four 27 that has the FF. He, he's got Sue uh, Richards in his arms. And Doctor Strange is in the middle, and Reed is Reed thing and uh, Torch on the other side, and it looks like Reed, like the thing is trying to hold back Reed. And Doctor Strange doing some magic in the middle to keep them apart, I guess. Uh, we have Fantastic Four number 28, guest starring the X-Men, uh, Mad Thinker, Puppet Master, and the Awesome Android. I don't know if this is the first time they've run into the FF or not, but it's a cool issue. This is, uh, The next one is uh, Fantastic Four 30. This is another one I'm really happy to add. This is the first appearance of Diablo. And I haven't read Diablo since John Byrne had Diablo. These are some recent issues that I wanted. Uh, Star Wars Hyperspace Stories number 10. Uh, a cover A and B, and the reason I wanted them, like I, I getting all the Star Wars books except for the Dark Horse ones, but it just so happens that the first appearance of the Bad Batch, a cartoon which I've watched all every single episode, this is the first appearance of them, and I wanted to have it, so I have cover A and B. 
And then I got Anus Clenching Adventure with Harold Head, number two. So, uh, what is that from? It's from Last Gasp. So, some uh, great pickups there. Um, these were from the Aaron Myers uh, purchases. The previous episode had purchases from... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, from my comic shop. I just went to the comic shop and found a, a box of new stuff. And Ed said, That's, there's a box of crap I'm not going to sell. And once I hear the word crap, I'm like, oh, I got to see what's in that box. If he says Marvel and DC, I'm like, eh, I have most of it. And he never gets like 60s stuff or 70s. So it's like, I got all that. Sometimes I look through them just to see if there's some gem in there that, that that I come across but um that's for that and then I'm going to go ahead and see if I have a question I can go over and then I'll get into weekly reads so let's check it out more and bookmarks I don't think I have any more questions, so I answered them all the last episode. So, quick episode. I think um, I'm going to go over some weekly reads then, and uh, we'll be done. All right? Hold on. All right, I'm back with the counts on the comics that I read. So, going from 1016 to 1022... Uh, that on October, that's October 16th or October 22nd. We had two four out of five movies, No Hard Feelings and Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, No Hard Feelings. That was a Netflix. That was with the, what is that actress's name? The actress that's in the mocking Oh man, I can't. I'm sold. Jennifer Lawrence. Thank God I remembered that without having to look it up, because she's one of the sexiest women there is. So, Jennifer Lawrence. That is kind of like a new version of Can't Buy Me Love. If you if you're familiar with the Patrick Dempsey movie back in the 80s. No Hard Feelings is more of a contemporary version where where she gets paid through the parents to go out with their son, who's a total introvert. Um, it's really good. There, there, there are two laugh-out moments, and then the rest is kind of cute, but it, it's a pretty good movie. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, that's about a Native American tribe where the fe- they all, they actually had the rights to these oil reserves in Oklahoma, I believe, and they white man would come and marry into the their uh, the marry the women and basically take the land, and uh, they had to go to Congress to pass some laws because it was getting out of control, but. Um, it's a very depressing movie, a Scorsese film. 
uh, I think Apple made it and for the the theater I don't think I think it did halfway decent at the theater but it wasn't gangbusters at the box office um, unfortunately um, they also did Napoleon which didn't do gangbusters and I thought I think Killers of the Flower Moon was like a a better movie Napoleon felt more like a uh, docu-series or something like it was going through the motions telling you about Napoleon's life um, so those are four out of fives no hard feelings and killers of the flower moon um, we had a total of 18 comics seven zine scope uh, one silver wolf eight Marvel one keen spot two DC, two Black Mask, and one Behemoth. Good distribution, but not a lot. We get to the three out of fives we have from Zenoscope Oz, two through four. Uh, this is the good witch explains to Dorothy about the two evil sister witches, one of which she killed, um, and why that other witch is on a vendetta to kill them all. And they have to go to her castle to try to save one of their guys that's really sick. Uh, Curse of the Man, the four out of fives. Um, Dorothy's really sick, by the way. I don't know how she got poisoned. or I can't remember what happened. And uh, the lion and it's not the, is it the scarecrow? The lion, the scarecrow. Somebody else have to go, the good witch have to go to the fortress to try to get a cure for her we got Alice in Leatherland number three and four this is about that stocky girl that moves out there because she's in love with one of the women and she's a writer and she goes out there to try to be with her and that she doesn't want to be with her so she has to try to struggle with her own life and relationships to meet people and nothing, nobody seems to be compatible with her. She works in a sex shop. That's why it's kind of funny and humorous. And uh, she does end up getting back with her old um, lover. Um, whether it pans out or not, we don't know. That was from Black Mask. Necromorphous number four. This is a character that can morph into... To, to be able to look and act like the people if somebody dies he can take like Clark Cable's bones and then he would be Clark Gable like he can act and sound exactly like him and have all the memories um, and this one had to do with uh, he can change identities into anyone dead if he has their bones and he finds himself going back to rescue a childhood friend who thought betrayed him. The premise is really solid in that. Um, they did execute pretty well on it. I think they could have done more because the premise was so strong. Grips number one and two. This is that silver guy along with uh, Tim V. Hill. I, I did complete volume one and then got the greater mercury comics which continued this story arc and now i have to worry about trying to complete volume two they're not cheap and they're hard find but I'm, I'm working on it slowly uh grips number one and two um this is a dark hero in the 80s who kills all the villains he runs across 
the kingpin tries to keep hiring people to take him out uh but it has not worked so far we don't ever find out who the kingpin is yet he usually keeps the money he steals so he's like robin hood except he doesn't give to the poor he keeps it for himself um i i think this was a huge um influence on the look of faust because of the claws um uh, grips has those claws as well as along with some other weapons we got strange tales number 165 uh, fury is captured by the yellow claw he breaks free and fights an armored yellow claw who nearly kills him dr strange fights yon darth who stole a woman and wants to force her into marriage it's magic versus science and a killer robot is released at the end good solid issue uh we have lucky number one uh this is a keen spot comic book a new hero who steals luck from people saves people from losing their homes from a dracula character who she used to be in a team with like a superhero team this had uh, a cover by the artist uh that does ninjas and robots and that's why i got this i actually had it signed by him uh green lantern number 176 177 this is the origin of the demolition team as they are hired to destroy ferris aircraft hal is nearly defeated by the shark and then uh we have daredevil um number 20 through 25 daredevil turns himself in and goes to prison and electra becomes daredevil electra buys hell's kitchen with the billion she stole from the the i, I can never remember their name like the strong storm mayors or something like that uh kept it away from the rich brother and sister who were out to destroy it that's the rich brother and sister they're actually fascinating to me i, I they're villains that really have me compelled to read more issues uh we then get into the week of october 23rd through october 29th uh movies i watched the innkeepers this was by the creator of pearl and x and the innkeepers is about a basically an inn a hotel that is closing and it's kind of like a retro hotel that's supposedly haunted and the two people that work there on their last day are trying to find any evidence of haunting they made a website for it and everything like that um there's some crazy stuff that happens the film only has like five people in the whole movie but it's it's pretty creepy uh we have invisible man from 1933 this is a black and white universal monster um, I didn't realize how, like, in later films, sometimes, he, like, in Abba Costello, uh, Invisible Man, he's portrayed as a hero and not a bad guy. But in this very first film, he is a true monster. And he's way more dangerous than uh, Dracula or Frankenstein. He kills, like, 230 people, 100 of them being in a... 100 and some of them being in a train, which he derails and destroys the train and kills all of them so he he it's pretty violent and then i watched one of my favorite films that i watch almost every halloween abbott costello meet frankenstein which stars dracula and the wolfman uh basically 
they they play shippers that receive two boxes that have Dracula and Frankenstein's body in them and the werewolf is trying to contact them to say hey you know don't do anything with those bodies because you know they're bad and what their motive is is Dracula wants to put a brain into Frankenstein's monster better so he can control him and he wants somebody stupid and naive so that then comes into play uh, Frankenstein's great-granddaughter who's teamed up with Dracula who's a scientist who pretends she likes um, Costello and there's also an insurance agent that is investigating the missing boxes that they were that the shippers were responsible for they think they stole them so they both both of these women pretend to have crushes on Costello and Abbott which is the better looking guy right you know Costello's the the fat blobby one um is shocked because I think there's even a third woman all the women want Costello but they want him for different reasons uh, one of them wants to frame him for for stealing stuff the other one wants to use his brain to put in the Frankenstein monster and sh shenanigans ensue um, that week we had 22 comics uh, one rebel one megaton five Marvel three image uh, two greater mercury comics uh, eight DC one blood moon and one ablaze so we start with the uh, four out of five we had no three out of fives that week so four out of fives we have transformers number one uh, this was a good intro it's basically the transformers waking up after being like asleep in a ship and it's got uh, autobots and decepticons and they basically go to battle on the ship and there's like three of them or four of them activated and it involves two other people the human aspect of it is what I enjoyed the most but I always have trouble like bonding to the Transformers but it was a good issue I gave it a four out of five we have the schlub number one and two uh, this one with number one if I just read number one I don't know if I would have kept going but number two and three sort of sold me on the concept it's basically about a dentist that a big fat dentist that gets into the body of a superhero and the superhero gets into his the dentist body it's like a freaky friday type switch um and there's another alien that's on the planet that he has to stop so yeah and then the dentist is constantly fighting with his brother and father and because he doesn't get along with them so it, it's got some interesting things in there we got signal 29 this is a blood moon one shot uh, about a paramedic uh, group I, I can't remember if it's two men or if there's a female I think it was two men they basically get to a site where there's a zombie infestation and uh, they get an one of them gets infected and uh, the other tries to survive I, I don't remember if he survived or not to tell you the truth um, but it was a one-shot and it had to do with a pharmaceutical company that was releasing the virus on purpose into like 
homeless population. It, it was one of those things that's like reduce the population kind of thing. Like um, Thanos is always trying to do, or uh, Vandal Savage, or um, Raisha Ghoul. Uh, we have Greater Mercury Comics Action 5 and 6. Uh, th this is more grip stuff. We have Grips 3 and 4. Oh, I do have more comics. i got to add two more because I have two silver, silver line. Silver Wolf 2. So that takes me to 24 comics. So I read 3 and 4 of Grips, which is Silver Wolf, I think. I can't remember if one or two, I think one through four was Silver Wolf. And then it moved over to Greater Mercury Comics and continued from there. Um, like I said, Grips is a, a violent character. Um, in this one, he's trying to find a mobster. And he's dealing with an arsonist and one that almost burns him alive and captures him. Um, but then he teams up with a computer guy and his wife that sort of get him back on track and healed. And then he ends up going after a corrupt cop. And then he's still going, trying to figure out who the villains are. It's kind of, he does a really good job of, uh, putting enough in the issue that gives you, you know, answers some questions and then makes more questions. And then you kind of want to read the next issue. It's pretty good. We got Megaton number five. Uh, didn't take any notes on that, but that was a Megaton story for sure, and it might have been um, Funny Man, and I can't remember what it Rubber Man and something or another on that one. Um, Faust, Love of the Damned. That That's another uh, book that is about a... Uh, mental patient essentially and the doctor falls in love with him and when he escapes the mental asylum he becomes like this possessed vigilante that's possessed by the devil at least i think he's possessed by the devil but then there's another villain called m and his wife that are very twisted and then there's a reporter that's trying to find out more about the story um, all kinds of shenanigans a bunch of death a bunch of gangs being slaughtered um, you got Green Lantern 1 through 3. This is DC Comics. This is the story of Hal getting hired back by Ferris and um, him taking on some villains. Uh, we have Penguin 0 through 2. This is Tom King and stuff. Zero, 0 is not Tom King. It's basically collecting the stuff that was in Batman and then one and two or it's sort of like making the penguin a villain again because at the end of the batman arc he sort of retired and didn't want anything to do with he faked his death and that's why batman went nuts and uh catwoman goes to uh help him find the inherit the people the kids his illegitimate kids that he's going to leave his iceberg lounge and properties to. And two of the kids, one, the one of the daughters looks exactly like him. The other one is like seven foot tall. And 
their brother and sister they assassinate all the other ones so there there is a a son that was in detective comics or something like that that was a villain um that they have introduced before and uh they put him in the hospital put him near death i think he's on life support but this is basically penguin coming out of retirement going after an organization called the help and uh coming back into prevalence uh we have firestorm 4 through 5 this is more this is the very first series um dealing with multiplex and every time ronnie changes to firestorm uh he combines with professor stein and stein just ends up physically wherever they combine so like if they combine in alaska his body's stuck in alaska and he has no idea why how he got there so so ronnie's conscious of everything and because when the blast that merged them together the professor was unconscious he uh doesn't remember things so he actually hires an investigator to follow him around and, and find out like what's what's happening and he can never keep up with stein and then ronnie's dealing with his his dad stuff he's got dad issues and girlfriend issues and he has a bully that's a a brain that's always picking on him but uh yeah this firestorm introduces a lot of characters multiplex uh, the hyena i believe is introduced in this in issue three uh or issue two it's killer frost so he's he's getting quite the rogues gallery uh by this time and issue five i think is the last issue and there is an issue six but it was in the canceled comics cavalcade in black and white so the five out of fives were daredevil 26 through 30 it was wrapping up the kingpin story arc um basically daredevil and uh both daredevils Electra's now daredevil uh, they stopped the villain um, the two rich people are still in play uh, kingpin is still in play some of the thunderbolts got taken out um, during the battle luke cage is the mayor and uh, it looks like daredevil is going after the hand now and that's the next volume that i'm reading um traveling to mars is about a guy who's dying of cancer but passed all the tests so it makes him an ideal candidate to go on a one-way mission to mars to get some to claim property for a uh, business and um he never gets to say goodbye to his mom and he was uh he worked like at a home depot and it's a it's an amazing story um I can't I, I really need to dig into the rest of the series. It is Eisner nominated. It never it didn't win. It should have won. Um just to change up things from Tom King, who wins every year. But uh yeah, this this uh is an amazing comic book. Um I think you'll enjoy it. Traveling to Mars number one. So the five out of fives were Daredevil twenty six through thirty, Traveling to Mars number one and daredevil 20 through 25 so my daredevils basically 
Chip Zerdowski and uh, traveling to Mars were the top picks. And I have taken less notes, so I'm having to remember things. Um, some are easier than others. And uh, I know the farther and farther I get away from recording these, the harder and harder it gets. But uh, it could make uh, for faster episodes. So you'll see that over over time. And then, I, you know, I've taken some decent notes on the last two weeks. But you've been listening to Mike M's Weekly Reads. You can reach me at mike at comicbooknoise.com if email or send me something at Twitter or um, Blue Sky at Mike Myers Brunch. You can find me at geekbrunchpodcast.com. At Facebook, Geek Brunch Podcast, click the like button, follow all the episode threads there. And thank you for listening. Please send questions, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.